We have a new challenge or a set of challenges incoming next week to get yourself a piece of the Deathless Guillotine. This is the MCOCME Podcast, and I'm your host, Zach Rossi. I didn't know about this until yesterday when I was skimming through YouTube and I came across uh, KT1's channel. Well, there is a new set of challenges that are coming out next Wednesday along with The Banquet, which will help you get the last piece of the Deathless Guillotine if you have been so hunting those pieces. And I got to say, I'm a big fan of what this... uh, what these challenges are bringing to the table here to get this last piece. I mean, I'm not really gonna, I don't think I'm going to be using my deathless guillotine a whole heck of a lot when I get her, but it's just kind of cool to have. It just shows like, Hey, I've decided to challenge myself. I decided to go after something. And that's kind of how I look at that champion specifically. Same thing with like, you know, my six star maestro got in there, did the necropolis, just wanted to get, you know, my hands on a champion that just showed, Hey, I did it. But if you haven't been paying attention to the news, I'm going to tell you what's going on right now. So in order to get the last piece of Deathless Guillotine, you have to go through Act 8.1, 8.2, and 8.3. And basically all you're going to be doing are the last chapters where the boss battles are. So if you don't remember how the the, the Cytalis and the Bahamut and the Cervantes boss fights go, I would recommend... Jumping back into those, uh, specifically YouTube videos, I wouldn't jump in there if you don't have the resources or the units or the potions or revives to do so, but hey, it's a good way to do it. Or if you haven't even done any of those, cha- any of that pieces of content yet, um, maybe use this as an opportunity to double dip. Could be really cool. And the kicker is with these challenges, you have to have guillotine morningstar purgatory and guillotine 2099 in your roster you have to have them can't have anybody else and when you get to the choice node you can't use it so you might want to bring in the right team because um if you don't you're gonna waste your time and i know what a lot of you are thinking hey let me start with the cervantes and work backwards nope can't do it you gotta do it in succession you gotta do it the big boy way you gotta do it one at a time and i guarantee you it'll make you a much better player. Now, as I've said before, when new pieces of content or challenges are coming out, I would wait for the pros to go ahead and do this first because I want to see who they're using on a specific path, maybe which path is going to make the most sense for these champions, and how's the boss battle going to be with these champions specifically. And yes, yesterday I did rank up my guillotine 2099 to a rank three as a six star and my guillotine as a rank two. But you know what? I like both of those champions and I feel like they deserve a little bit of a uh, a pump up for this thing. Plus I had extra resources lying around. It was the level up event. It just made a whole heck of a lot of sense. And also it's my roster. I'll do whatever the hell I want with it. But I am curious to see how this challenge is going to go. And the cool thing about it is this. It is permanent. There's no ticking clock on it. So you should get in to this whenever you feel comfortable. And that's the key word. Like when you've done your research, you've done your homework, you're you're seeing who these, you know, guys and girls are using to knock out these fights with, that's when you should jump in. And the cool thing is this, when you do the first challenge, you get um, 7,500 seven-star shards. When you do the second challenge, you get the same amount of shards, so you're going to be walking away with an automatic seven-star champion, which is really, really cool. And then finally, when you do the whole thing, bing, bang, boom, you get the last piece of the Deathless Guillotine puzzle, if you will. 
Uh, I'm curious to see how this cha- this champion is going to be in the contest. Um, as I said previously, I don't really use a whole heck of a lot of trophy champions. Like I'm using my six star maestro right now on defense for battlegrounds, which I can't seem to get out of like diamond. I just I, I keep getting up and I can't you know stay up. That's what she said. And um, I'm just trying to get myself in a point where I can get out of the thing because battlegrounds is wrapping up here in a few days. But I, I got to say, my hat's off to Kabam for putting together a very cool and unique way to get this last piece. And I think that's what is actually kind of like really, you know, as much as I kind of do sort of complain and bitch on this show about the way certain things could be done, it could be better. Kabam always has a way of sort of checking me and being like, hey, man, like we're going to do this. Because you know why? I think a challenge like that is a lot of fun because you never know how these champions or certain champions are going to interact. And also like, you know, you could make it really easy for the players and just say, hey, look, I'm going to, you got to spend X amount of units in order to get this thing. Or the only way you're going to get it is by hitting a certain amount of greater gifting crystals in the banquet event. They could have done that, but they decided to say to themselves, hey, let's, let's make the players work for it. Let's make them actually get in there and let's see what they're made of. And I think that's a really great way to do things because I always look at content as challenges. And the big thing is, especially if you're chasing after something that is really unique in the game, you do want to, you, you want your hard work to pay off for it. And with these challenges that are incoming next Wednesday, I'm all for it. I think it's great. Um, I think it's a really cool and unique way to kind of dip back into the previous Act 8 content, making it fun. And also those boss battles are really cool too. And just kind of getting you sort of retuned into how those things go. Now, Yes, I know a lot of players are probably looking at that Bahamut fight as a pain in the ass and this, this, and that. But I believe where there is a will, there is a way. I'm going to kind of say that I think maybe Purgatory or Morningstar might be a really good counter for the Cervantes fight. I don't know. I mean, you got to ramp up Morningstar if you're into that kind of thing. I think she's a very sneaky, good mystic champion. I used to use her all the time in my early questing days. Purgatory, I don't really have that much experience with, but I believe she might have some use somewhere. But I do feel like these four champions are really going to shine, and they're going to surprise a lot of us players while doing this challenge. And, you know, just to kind of wrap up this episode, I'm keeping this one kind of short and sweet today. Uh, you know, I would, if you haven't leveled up or ranked up these champions, or if you don't even have them, I would try to get your hands on them as soon as you can. If you have some Ascension Dust, maybe you can take up your five-star to like a, you know, similar six-star level, and I would try to get all those champions first before you do anything, and make sure that you read the fine print. Just to refresh you guys, you got to have Guillotine, Guillotine 2099, Morningstar, and Purgatory as your team, so that means the fifth slot can be any one of those champions, so I would kind of take a look at synergies, see which one makes the most sense for the whole team. You can also not use the choice node. So you just have to, you know, take your team, stick with them and just grin and bear it. And then, uh, you know, you come away with a seven star crystal. Great. And another seven star champion in the deathless guillotine. So you're getting two seven star champions. That's great. Or you may find yourself awakening a champion that you've been wanting to awaken for a long time. And, uh, speaking of seven stars, if you haven't tuned into the Twitch channel for Marvel Contest of Champions. They are doing a giveaway today. I'm going to tune in here again and 
once again shoot my shot into trying to get somebody. I doubt I ever will, but uh, a Twitter buddy of mine, Zach Moster, he won in Angela the other day, and it was really fucking rad to see his name pop up because I was kind of doing the whole, like, um, Leonardo DiCaprio from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where I pointed at my laptop screen being like, yeah, man, you know, I, know that, I know that guy. I know that fucking dude. I mean, I know him based on Twitter. We've never met in person, which I, I hope we all meet in person one day. But um, it's really cool to see a an acquaintance within the community that you know you interact with win something, especially as cool as a seven-star Angela. I thought that was pretty rad. Um, but yeah, jump in that live stream, shoot your shot, uh, get your champions ready for next week. Um, and I would also, you know, while you're at it, go ahead and start getting some more units. We got the banquet incoming as well. And by the way, um, if you're not doing incursions, I believe it did reset. Get in there and do incursions. Go get those rewards. And just they are a ton of fun. So I would suggest, you know, if you're kind of bored right now, if you're not really into doing the whole um, Red Guardian side quest, which I think after doing week two, it is a total dud. I just, ugh, it is awful. Just not fun for, you know, it's whatever. Uh, Jump into incursions. I think you'll get a lot more rewards for doing some better work in those things. But that's it for me. I got my Krav Maga orange belt test tomorrow, so I hope I kick ass and pass the shit out of that thing. But I will talk to you all next time in the MCOCME podcast.